This is the Vert Force Podcast. I'm your host, Kimber. Our show helps active duty military spouses land virtual careers. We interview virtual work influencers to uncover the secrets of mobile work. If you want income sustainable from anywhere in the world, this is the podcast for you. Hey, listeners, this episode is a gold mine. I have so many juicy interview tips for you in this episode, including the release of our free course, How to Ace Your Virtual Interview. All right. This episode was actually recorded live on our private Facebook group. And that's really cool because our community members were asking questions live as I was coaching. So we're repurposing it for a podcast episode because it's just too juicy not to share. And I just hope that it blesses you. I hope that you find inspiration in it, and I hope that it changes the way that you interview. So after you listen to this episode, go sign up for our free course, How to Ace Your Virtual Interview. The link to sign up is in the show notes, but if you don't feel like looking there, you can go to aceit, A-C-E-I-T, dot respond, dot entreport, O-N-T-R-A-P-O-R-T, dot net aceit.respond.entreport.net and register. Hello, everybody. I'm Kimber. I'm the founder of VertForce. VertForce was created in 2018. If you are a new member, welcome. If you've been with us for a while, great. We're glad you're still here and we're glad that you have tuned in for Tuesday Night Live. Tuesday Night Live is our session to get together ask questions, share resources, and let you know what VertForce has in the pipeline for you. All right, so let's dive in tonight. So I'm going over to the Facebook group because we had a very important question asked this week. Raven asked us, hey guys, so I need some advice. I think I keep flunking one of these two interview questions. I've tried being honest, ugh. She gives that frustrated emoji. I just don't know what recruiters are looking for when you answer these. And here are the questions. Why do you want to work for our company? Why do you want to leave your current job? And sometimes this one, why do you think you're a good fit? Any advice would be appreciated. We are in our resource rocket segment of the show. And this evening, we are launching a resource for you. It's going to help you. And it's going to help people like Raven who are working on an interview and need some direct assistance, some direct support immediately. All right, here it is. How to ace your virtual interview. Ta-da! We have created a free 30-minute course for you. And this course is all about helping you show up, show out, and bring your best performance, bring your A game to your virtual interview. Okay. Virtual interviews are different than in-person interviews. They are. So as great as you are at an in-person interview, your virtual experience is going to be different because you've got some different obstacles to overcome. I will tell you that technology can absolutely ruin your virtual interview. It can make or break it. 
So that's a completely different hurdle, a completely different obstacle that you have to overcome as the candidate that you wouldn't have to overcome in an in-person physical interview. So that's one challenge. The second challenge is your physical appearance on camera is going to look different than your physical appearance in person. You can be very well put together, but there are just some tricks that you're not going to know unless someone tells you. For example, I look probably pretty clear to you on camera right now, but I'm gonna tell you there are certain things that I did differently to my face and did differently for my technology setup to make me look this way tonight. And one of them is an LED light. So I'm gonna turn off my LED light right now. Wow, how different is that? Are you astonished at how different I look just because I turned off a light? So that's another hurdle that you have to overcome in your interview, not to mention you've got to be ready for your questions, right? And you've got to follow some proper strategy. That's why I created the How to Ace Your Virtual Interview course. It's to help you. You know, we're, we're in Vertforce lining up interviews for you guys every week. We're calling partners. We're providing you opportunities to apply with businesses who want to hire virtual team members. And to me, it seemed like we were not doing a great job of educating you on how to show up in your interview. So that's why we created How to Ace Your Virtual Interview. All right, let's pull in some comments. I have found they like you to answer the questions as concisely as possible, a little less conversational. My first video interview that was not live was horrible. Trying to make sure you have eye contact with the interviewer can be difficult. That's actually something we address specifically in how to ace your virtual interview. I went to look for a light today after watching the course yesterday. Awesome. I'm glad you are looking for a light. It would be my goal for all of you to learn multiple things from how to ace your virtual interview. All right, it is a four video course. You will be able to finish it in less than 30 minutes. We're going to cover technology. We're going to cover your glow up, how to look on camera, how to stand out on camera. We're going to cover eye contact, body language, and mindset. And these are small gestures that you can use on camera in a specific frame to communicate body language to your hiring manager even though you're not in the same room. And then finally, we're going to dig into gold nuggets of strategy, which is where we're going to answer some questions like what Raven asked earlier. And we're going to give you a secret to taking control of the interview and leaving a really nice impression on your hiring manager. And I encourage everybody to, to take advantage of this course. It's such a cool tool. All right. Uh, oh, Becky gives us a great tip. Remember to turn your cell phone off. You would for an in-person interview, but it's easy to forget when you're at home. Great tip, Becky. Thank you. I did want to take a moment to answer Raven's questions because Raven got really specific with us today and she gave us three questions that she's having trouble with. So here we go. I'm going to dive in. Why do you want to work for our company? Why do you want to leave your current job? And sometimes she gets this one. Why do you think you're a good fit? Thanks in advance, says Raven. 
guys, I want to start with why do you think you're a good fit for this organization? And it kind of ties into why do you want to work for this company? So let's actually start with why do you want to work for our company? I will tell you that this question, it is not about you. As much as you may perceive it to be your opportunity to describe yourself and what makes you interested in this role, that's not the goal here. This is a culture fit question. The employer is trying to understand what part of their culture you most fit in. And and let me dive in a little bit more deeply on that. Why do you want to work for our company? When I interview people for VertForce, a lot of times we hear the response, I want to help military spouses. I like that you guys give back to the military spouse community and uh, I want to be a part of that. Okay, I completely respect that and appreciate that that's where your heart is. But honey, that is what every single applicant says. Every person we interview answers the question the same way. I want to give back to the military spouse community. So I can't fault you for being honest because you are being honest. But what I'm encouraging you to do is answer that question more strategically. All right. How can you do that? How can you be more strategic and stand out and explain why you want to work for the company? Here are some tips. I don't want to know as a hiring manager that you've always had a heart for giving back to other people since you were a kid. A lot of us feel that way. What I want to know is what you are interested in right now. What are you doing right now that makes you align with this organization? Okay, I want to hear from you that you have spent time and you have put in the work to get to know what our organization is doing in this space. And I want to know specifically what you align with. So compare this to our first answer. I want to help military spouses. I want to give back. Let's shift that a little bit. We'll just take our podcast, for example. I noticed that you recently launched a podcast I've listened to the past five episodes. In the last episode that spoke the most to me about LinkedIn, you directly helped military spouses understand how to use their LinkedIn. My background is in LinkedIn development. I think I could really contribute to this company because I align with your mission and I align with active projects that you're working on right now. I know, I believe not I think, I believe I would be a top contributor on projects like these. Wow, okay, totally different, right? What we're trying to do here is we are breaking you apart from the rest of the herd, all right? You have competition when you're applying for positions. Absolutely, you do. And it's nothing you should be nervous about. You should look at it and say, yes, what an amazing opportunity for me to stand out. This is going to be easy, all right? Okay, so that is the first question. Why do you wanna work for our company? So my overall strategy tip for that 
is remember it's not really about you and your feelings. It's about the company understanding, did this girl do her research or boy? (laughs) It's not about, it's more about, did this candidate do their research? Does this candidate specifically focus on one thing that we like to do? And does this candidate adequately describe how they can contribute to that overall goal? Right? It's about your strategy and directly answering that question. Becky says, show that you've researched and invested your time in finding out about the company. You should spend at least an hour. At least an hour. If you get an interview with someone, I... I, I'm holding you to this. I'm holding you accountable. You should spend at least an hour researching that company. You should have notes on what you like, what you dislike, what you align with, what rubs you the wrong way. It's not just going to their, their about page and doing a little skim. That's not how you get to know someone. Check out their social media. Stalk them like you're about to go on a date with them. Stalk them like they are about to pull up in your yard pick you up and wine you and dine you. Okay. That's what you should be doing. Why do you think you're a good fit? This is kind of like, why do you want to work for our company? And I do that. I'm such a nerd. I do that just to that, that, those two words of that first question to help you understand that that question is not about you. It's about their company and how you fit into their company. Why do you think you're a good fit? This question is also not about you. Treat this like you are romantically involved with the company, all right? And I'm about to give you some tips to make them go monogamous with you on this one. (laughs) This one I love. Why do you think you're a good fit for the company? Again, The wrong way to answer this question is, well, I think that I have great uh, typing skills and um, time management skills. And, uh, you know, I'm just, I'm just looking to get some experience. And if, you know, if you're looking for someone who, who wants experience, then, then that's me. I'm a, I'm a good fit. Mm 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 mm. Oh no no. If you were dating someone and they came at you and said, "Well, I'm I'm just looking to get some experience," <laughs> what would you say? No no no. All right. There are lots of other wrong ways to answer this, but I'm not gonna harp on you. And honey, do not feel bad if you have done it incorrectly in the past. The only way that you learn is from experience and from collaborating. And that's why we're collaborating right now. And I'm gonna give you these pro tips and it's gonna change your life. All right. Why do you think you're a good fit for my company? Or why do you think you're a good fit? This is your opportunity to frame yourself and to strategically help them discover you know your business. You know this company. A great way to start this off might be something like, hmm, well, Intuit, for example. I have done a lot of research on Intuit before we decided we were going to partner with them. 
I did a lot of research on, are they a good fit for us? Are they a good fit for the vert force community? Are they a good fit for military spouses? Is this going to work? So I've got hours of research into that company. Okay. So into it, for example, well, I know that one of your core values is powering prosperity throughout the world. And as I dug deeper into how you've made that impact on all of your powering prosperity communities, I was impressed. And I'm looking for an organization that can meet my ethical values and meet my ethical standards. One of my core values is servant leadership. And I believe that we are aligned in those two capacities. I could go work anywhere and get experience if I needed it, but I'm really looking for an employer who can harness my capabilities. And I'm really looking for somewhere where I can give back long-term. I think your organization could be it. Whoa, okay, totally different responses. If I were dating into it, we would be monogamous. We would be in a committed relationship. <laughs> okay, enough with the dating analogy. But what I am saying is that I demonstrated in that statement that I had researched the company, but not just that I had looked up my facts, looked up my details. No, I demonstrated that I appreciated what they were involved in. And I also used an example of how I align with that. I also communicated that I'm not just looking for anywhere to work. I can go work anywhere I want to. You can go date anybody you want to. You can go work anywhere you want. No, we want someone special. We want to work for someone who cares. We want them to know that we value them and that we see something unique in their organization. We see something different about them that drives us to the employment portal, that drives us to spend an hour and a half filling out an application, that drives us to spend a week and money on a career coach to make sure we're ready for the interview and that our resumes are perfect because we saw something in this company and we want them to see that. We want them to know we're ready. We're ready for this. This is what we've been waiting for, right? But we don't want to sound desperate. So we've got to let them know we're here because you're special. We're here because your organization is unique. And we're here because I can be an asset to you. And also the last thing we said there was long term, many years. All right. What does that mean to an employer? An employer is not just like anybody you want to date, right? An employer is someone who wants to invest in you and see their investment grow long-term, right? Think about it. You are an investment. Hiring you is an investment of their time. Training you is an investment of their resources. They want to see you give back. And that's what we all want, right? We want to grow with an organization who's going to give us the opportunity to shine and let that, let that fire within us out. Just let it out and let it burn. Right? So we told them that. We said, hey, hey, honey, you're special, but I'm special too. I've, I like your core values, but I've got core values of my own. 
I'm interested in you. I could see myself with you long term. I'm not, I'm not going to lie. I'm just going to put it out there. I could see myself with you really prospering. That's why I think I'm a great fit. That's why I know I'm a great fit. Listeners, this episode has been so amazing. Let's pause for a minute and take a break. I want you to learn about Reconciled. Reconciled is an online bookkeeping and accounting service. They are passionate about using online cloud-based tools to provide better bookkeeping to fascinating, inspiring entrepreneurs all over the country. Reconciled is currently hiring remote bookkeepers. Their bookkeepers aren't just number crunchers. They're big thinkers, creative problem solvers, and subject matter experts on everything from e-commerce to the specialty foods industry. Reconciled is hiring remote bookkeepers who live in the following states, North Carolina, South Carolina, Vermont, New Hampshire, Colorado, New York, and Michigan. If you're passionate about embracing innovative technology and helping entrepreneurs and small businesses, you may be a great match for Reconciled. Their bookkeeper position is on our job board. You can learn more at jobs.vertforce.us. Okay, so our next question is, why do you want to leave your current job? So let me give you some insight into why an employer is asking you this question. Why do they want to know? Why? Why does it matter? Or why did you leave your previous job? The basic parameters here. They're looking to understand, are you leaving because you don't feel that you're making enough? Are you leaving because you've got bad blood? Are you, why? Like, what is the motivation? And their perception of what you're about to say is going to vary every single time. For example, if they have a teeny tiny budget, and their budget is small, they're a small business, they've got maybe $1,000 per month to devote to this role. And you say, I'm leaving because I don't make enough money. Ooh, that tells them immediately. Ooh, not a good fit. We don't want this person. Alternatively, if they've previously had a negative team member who's caused a lot of strife or a toxic work environment, and they ask you why you're leaving your organization and you say, I just don't get along with my boss. No, <laughs> it's not going to work out. You're not going to get a call back because that's not what they want to hear. They want to know that you are going to bring joy into their work environment. You're going to bring camaraderie. You're going to build relationships, not tear them down because that may be what they're looking for. Unfortunately for you, you are never going to know what exactly they're looking for. They will do everything they can to describe it in the job description. But there's, unless you have an inside information, unless you've got a friend who works there, who's, you know, feeding you info, there's no way for you to know or understand what those subtle nuances are that they're waiting for you to either confirm or deny, right? So the best way to respond to this, Raven, why do you want to leave your current job or why did you leave your last job? 
Let's start with why do you want to leave your current job? Remember to stay positive, demonstrate gratitude, and describe what you want in your next role. Okay? So for example, I have been so blessed to work for the LaCroix Canning Company for the past five years. They've given me so many growth opportunities. However, I'm really excited about the opportunity to learn more at your company. Let's pretend we're still talking the Intuit. I'm excited to learn more about the opportunity at your company, Intuit. I've been doing research on positions of this title. Let's say the title is project manager. I've been doing research on positions with the project manager title, and there have been very few that could tempt me to leave my current position. However, this is one of them, and I'm excited to apply. In my next role, I'm looking for a a work culture that supports the remote lifestyle. And I'm looking for a work culture where I can continue to be challenged and to grow. And I'm looking for a work culture that supports teamwork because I thrive on a team. I want to point out some strategies that we used there. Some super important strategies. We were positive. I said nothing negative about my current employer. And that doesn't matter. I could hate where I work. It could be the worst place. It could be like walking across broken glass every time I clock in, but I'm not going to tell my interviewer that. Number one, it's unprofessional. Number two, it's none of their business. Or, and it can, number three, if you do share it, it can make you be perceived as unprofessional or as potentially a cause of whatever problem you were experiencing. So never do that. The second thing I did was I told them, I made them feel special. I let them know that I saw opportunity with their organization, right? I let them know that I saw chances for me to grow there. And then I also expressed, hey, I'm a team player and this is what I'm looking for. So without saying I want $50,000 a year or without saying I don't make enough money and I expect to make a lot of money in this role, I told them I'm looking for a place where I can grow And I'm looking for a place where I can be a part of a remote team. All right. How would you answer if you had to leave due to having a baby? Great question. So another form of the question that they're asking here, why do you want to leave your current job? Could also be, why did you leave your previous job? So this is typically going to get asked if you're not currently employed. And what I'd like to say here is a lot of our military community is going to have that resume gap. Some employers will, some hiring managers are going to ask you to explain the gaps. Okay. That's okay. They don't know any better. (laughs) I will never ask you to do that in in an interview with me because I understand who, what, when, where, why. Babies, military, PCS. It's crazy. (laughs) We're all dealing with it. So, um... Oh, I'm going to pull Becky's comment up too. Never badmouth a previous employer. Big red flag to hiring manager. If you have had a great interview in the past, but you said something negative about a previous employer and you didn't get a call back, that's the reason why. But we all know better, right? We're all here to learn and get better. How would you answer 
if you had to leave due to having a baby? There are a lot of different role, ways you could you could go with this one. And it depends on where you worked and what the circumstances were. And in general, if you're having a baby, you take maternity leave, you go back to work. That's what an, an employer wants to see, right? But in the military, what we often find is we have a baby, our husbands get deployed. Uh, we have a baby, our husband go on t- goes on TDY or goes on debt somewhere. And it's not feasible for us to work it can be, but it's not always feasible for us to work, pay for daycare and, you know, be the primary caregiver of the parent. So describing that to an employer, you got to be a little bit careful about how you say it, because you don't want them to get the impression that if you were to get pregnant again, you would be leaving and not coming back. But we want to be honest, but we also want to just say, this was my decision it was my decision to step away from the home and raise my fam- and work on being a mother or raise my child. It's up to you on whether or not you'd like to include your specific circumstances. For example, I would have preferred to go back to work. However, my husband was deployed at the time and I was unable to do so. That's completely up to you. You know, you don't have to share that. This can be a very short answer. The strategy here is letting them know that you're a dedicated team member and that you do value working, that you do value your in-office contributions, but that you also value your family and you're willing to make the hard decisions if you have to. And then being upfront, I'm ready to go back to work. And should I have another child in the future, I'd like to work for a company who would allow me the opportunity to take maternity leave and come back. Someone else put in a question. Oh, yes. What will you expect from your supervisors? I know this one because I have flubbed up this one in a major, major interview. I mean, I am telling you, interview of my life, dream job, flubbed it. Flubbed it right up. ruined it, made it down from hundreds of candidates to the top two candidates at STARS where I wanted to work. Dream job. Of course, I was younger and hadn't married into the military yet, but dream job. Down to the top two candidates. And I got asked this question and I flubbed it right up. And that's okay. If, If I hadn't have done that, I wouldn't have met my husband, honestly. So things happen for a reason. And I know that sounds so cliche, but baby, they do, honey, they happen for a reason. All right. So what will you expect from your supervisors? Most companies who are hiring you, they want to hire you because you will be self-sufficient. You will be a dynamite problem solver. You will make their lives easier, not harder. Okay. They are not looking for someone who is going to be on their coattails, nagging, asking questions. Help me, help me, help me, help me, help me. I can't figure it out by myself. No. They're asking you because they want to hear from you that you are a problem solver. You know how to get the answer to things on your own without bugging anybody else. All right. 
So that's what I messed up in my interview. I told my hiring manager, what will you expect from your supervisors? I told my hiring manager that I expected someone who um, would be in constant communication with me. And if, and, and the, their question, I believe, was phrased a little differently. It was phrased, if you have a problem, how would you go about solving it? And to what extent would your supervisor be involved, right? Basically asking, what would you expect of your supervisor? And I told them that I would expect a lot out of my supervisor, not in so many words, I phrased it very differently, but just, I did not describe myself as a problem solver. I did not describe myself as someone who is self-sufficient and um, I lost the, the job and I know that's why. All right. So let's talk about what's a great way to answer that question. What will you expect from your supervisors? Well, I think the first direction you would want to go in is express your excitement to work with those supervisors. I've heard that this department is top performing. I'm just kind of spitballing here, but that's something I would like to hear. I've heard that this is a top performing team and that the supervisors are very engaged in the community. I can only expect that my supervisors would set a great example of what they want their team members to be performing at, at what level they want their team members to perform. And I would expect them to provide a strong training and onboarding program so that I can easily assimilate into the team. I hope that my supervisors will be a team that I can speak to on occasion when I have new ideas and when I need support in accomplishing projects or if I have any questions or issues. But I will add that I am a problem solver and I'm very self-sufficient. So I'm not the kind of person who's going to be leaning on the supervisor's constant supervision. Okay, that's it. Stop. Don't ramble. What strategies did we use? What did we hit on? We told them we are excited that we've heard good things about the team and we want to work for them. Number two, we told them that there are a couple of business principles that we expect. There are a couple of standards that we expect to be met. We expect the supervisors to provide training, right? And we expect the, the supervisors to provide us a strong onboarding program so that we can easily transition. And finally, we expect the supervising team to be available for support for new ideas and upcoming projects. Those are very standard business practices. And if though, then they're core, they're core components. And if they're not present, red flag, you don't want to work for that company, right? You don't want to join a team where it's like, everybody's hair is on fire. We don't know what we're doing. I'm a supervisor, but I'm going to run away from every situation. I'm going to hide in my office. Ugh, no. Who wants to work for that company, right? Okay. And then finally, we wrapped it up by affirming for them, they should not be worried about hiring us because we're problem solvers. We got this. We got this. We don't need a lot of help. As a recap, this evening we covered how to ace your virtual interview, why you need to sign up for that course, and we answered five interview questions. All right, so over here, 
on our job board. If you don't log in regularly, you need to start logging in regularly because, you know, we have all kinds of positions fluctuating on the Facebook group, but the job board is the only place where we have vetted the employers and they are certified military friendly. So these are people who are already hiring military spouses. I've had phone interviews with every single company here. And also these listings are static. So they're permanent to the page until they're filled. On Facebook, the listings that are on the job file and the listings that are on the wall or the group wall get pushed, they fluctuate, they get deleted, they disappear. It's just not reliable. So if you're not checking the job board regularly, you need to be. Love you all. Have a wonderful evening. All right, Vert Force, that's it for this episode. If you liked what you heard, please subscribe to this podcast. If you need to read the show notes, you can find those at vertforce.us. And finally, we want to hear from you. So if you have a question or an idea for a new episode, email us at support at vertforce.us. Catch you next week.